Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. Like I can't wink. <laughs> I ha- I I do know what that's like. Uh, in from the outdoor. So I hate it. Welcome for tales from Lake Wobegon with Jeremy Woodworth, <laughs> Prairie Homo Companion. <laughs> I was out. Uh, I was out hanging by Lake Wobegon when I saw old Andy out there, and Andy was the town gay man. And I asked Andy, "Hey, how's your penis doing?" And before he could even answer, it shoved it inside of me. And they call that the Minnesota Surprise here at Lake Wobegon, where the women are always burly and the men are always fairies. Um, I do, this doesn't make sense, because I do refer to Eric as lefty, because his <laughs> testicles just swing that way every time. <laughs> oh, lefty this, lefty that, welcome back to Quality Time. That's my phone going off from the 20th telemarketer calling today. I'm your host, Eric Woodworth. I'm joined in studio by the lovely, the talented Miss Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you? Oh my God, my butthole hurts so bad, Daddy. Ashley's butthole is on fire. Uh, it's it's n- like NBA fire. jam. It's not fire. It does feel like Freddy Krueger's been fingering it, but oh. like it's... What are you going to do? You know, cost of beauty. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea that you walk into a salon and be like, hey, could I get one knife in my asshole? <laughs> yeah, I, be nice. I do like to go to European waxing centers and I'm like, hey, could you please give me the knives like Britney Spears style? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm, other than that, I guess I'm OK. That's great. We're also joined by my blood, my brother. Jeremy P. Jeremy, who is holding his uh, earphones as if he's about to drop an Eminem-esque freestyle. Um, Jeremy, how are you? Uh, I'm definitely a a family. I've been living in the basement ever since I got kicked out from my from my other place that was condemned and uh oh, is this I, 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 supposed I, to be uncle jeffrey joining I, us I, I punched a guy because he he made me angry and um also, i don't know why he made me angry give me give me 10 more minutes my, my name is Uncle Jeff. I'm, I'm part of the family. You know, it's not a sound check unless Jeremy has completely redlined <laughs> the audio. You know, Jeremy right now is how my butthole feels. Um, oh, it's the butthole verse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only going to live here for like a couple more months and uh, you found me a, a cardboard box I could live in. 
I think that's nice. I think I think Jeff, it's going to be great to have. Hey, Chair, I was just thinking, could I? Uh, I was saw I saw you throwing out that lawnmower part the other day, and uh, you know I ain't got a house. Do you think you could find like uh, fifty four more of them so I could build a structure to lay my head at at night? Because that would be what I need. Um, hear me out. Psycho Tease and Jeffrey team up, and we put them in a room together. Psycho Tease. Psycho Tease. Oh, R.I.P. Um, it's a buddy cock movie. It's Psycho <laughs> Tease and Jeff. Um, a- Ashley, what is wrong with your butthole? Oh my god! So I've like truly never been constipated before in my life, as you would know, as a devoted listener. Um, this is new. I have not truly taken a shit since Monday. So Friday mm. rolls around. And I'm like, I don't, I don't feel great. Like not sick. I'm like, something's up. Get home from work. And I'm like, I'm going to take such a big, lovely dump. I can't get it out. It's so big. I can't shit. I was up till 3 a.m. Friday because Jeremy knows this because Jeremy tried just to text. Just crowning. Just, just slowly getting out this fucking baby head. Eric, let me tell you that next time if this ever, God forbid, happens to me again, I'm taking newborn pics with it. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> You're going to start a cult based around it? I deserve to be considered a mother after the labor I went through. You're going to raise it to be a prominent political figure in the <laughs> landscape? <laughs> um, no, Eric, it's going to be an open micer. Honestly, like, it would be the nicest piece of shit that's run in this country. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Eric, It's if it's my child, it's going to start a room. It's going to be a gatekeeper mm-hmm. and it's going to try and touch the boobs of another female comedian. Hey, we should write sometime. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, what's going on a date? You don't want to? Okay, cool. You're not getting stage time this month. Um What do you think uh precipitated this uh this backup in the old Pontius uh superhighway? I mean <laughs> I have a it's the Autobahn of buttholes um, <laughs> yeah because generally every time I hear about it it's wet and wild <laughs> it's always just like water world and just spouting so, out yeah so normally my butthole is like Splash Mountain but right now it's more like Animal Kingdom it's a lot of Sahara um <laughs> So I don't truly know. Like I've been trying to take better care of my health, which I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. I'm not having the opposite problem anymore. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I've been holding it in too much slash because I've been doing almost too much of the right thing. I'm not like lubed up down there. And oh, maybe um, all the fiber has dried you up down there. And, well, I drink so much coffee, which yes, also makes you shit, but it dehydrates yeah. you the other way mm. to where your poops are like, but these are big. I thought I was shitting a coconut. So I'm texting Jeremy and Jeremy's trying to be fun with me. And I go, Jeremy, I can't concentrate right now. I am shitting an entire baby. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, it's a poop baby. And I feel like I'm dying. So, so at three in the morning, I finally take my third dump mm-hmm. and I feel my asshole tear. And I'm like, and I thought I was going to throw up because it hurt so bad. Mm, Like opening an unwanted bill. (laughs) Oh my God. Imagine cutting onions and it makes you cry, but it's your downstairs. Um, It just, it, and so like I told the boys before we started, I can't wink. Do you all like, I can't wink my butthole. Yeah, if you do that little flex, it's uh, yeah. it feels like a uh, knifey. Uh, yeah, it doesn't mm, feel. I don't it like it. I also hate what a loser I am. That normally I'd be like, oh, oh, I was having so much anal sex, and they're just like, Ashley, did you? Who tore your butthole? And I'm like, I did for eating at too many Wendy's. Like this, <laughs> this hurts. 
Well, I'm sorry to hear about your butthole, and but I am glad that you've toughed it out for today to be with us here. Yeah. Um, because last night, I mean, pretty successful, you ended illiteracy in Greencastle, uh, Pennsylvania, yes? I mean, I certainly tried. I <laughs> I was very happy with our lineup. Um, Parker Brown did a great job. Al Barnes joined us last mm-hmm. minute. Um excuse me because al texted me at four o'clock and said hey i know i originally turned down your show um but the show i was supposed to be on is four hours away and i'm not gonna do that can i there be you on go. your show again and i was like oh yeah sure you're not getting paid and i'm gonna make you put up and tear down the sound system he's like okay oh nice yeah nice. so, so i love help. i love being a woman i like exploiting men for their labor because i'm like you should you fucked me over and that's know? that's what capitalism is Ashley, you're really getting into the capitalist mentality, and I like that. Yeah, thank you. Like, there's something truly sexy and awesome about being exploitive to the to the men in my life. It's very cool of me. Have you talked about did, when you left? Mm-hmm. Not that it was offered, but did you remind him that there's no benefits to doing this at all for him? Oh, I mean. I don't need to remind men there's no benefits to helping me. Like, they just should feel good that I even acknowledge they exist. <laughs> so. Oh, that's good. Well, I'm glad that the, the show went so well. That's awesome. Yes, though. thank you. Violet Gray was amazing. I always appreciate her. And again, I do appreciate Al and, and Parker. Um, we exceeded our goal. We raised $1,400 for the Literacy Council. They help, they help people get their GEDs, which is really important. And they also do a lot of English as a second language to help people acclimate to being Americans. You know, the fun part about that is like yeah. no matter what amount you had raised, yeah. right? If it had been like $5, you could have thrown that up there and be like, we raised 1400 and they went, oh, yeah, we have to believe it because they can't read. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's accurate. Well, no, it's very funny. The minute I got up there because I headlined because I'm a narcissist and I got up there and beautiful thank you for doing that right oh did you mute yourself i didn't notice but thanks for thanks for announcing it it was hard to ignore it (laughs) (laughs) um i I did get up there and i was like i feel so good raising money for the literacy council because i was an english major who dropped out three separate times and never graduated so this is very cool thank you for doing this you've done it man well that's great i'm sure that there's some um you know jeremy woodworth-esque person who's going to learn how to read in pennsylvania i just feel good knowing i've done charity and that if there is a heaven, I got like Weight Watcher points for this, and oh, I'm super yeah. jazzed. Yeah. Oh, treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God is a sadist, and I'm a big fan. <laughs> Jeremy, first of all, how are you doing, man? You've been sitting here with this sad uh, face on. Are you okay? No. Why? Oh. What's wrong, buddy? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It was long too four weeks or something it's been two to four weeks you've had a mini stroke you're back from the mini stroke you went to chiller theater this week this last weekend it really it really put a shitty weekend at chiller with barely enough money to even spend Mm. uh okay i wasn't even there okay last week so i didn't i didn't I, i went to chiller theater yeah yeah uh in persippany new jersey yes i met uh, I met Martin Kleb Klebka 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 Martin Klemka Klem Kleba Martin Klebka. Uh, he's he's the little uh dwarf little person uh hobbit from uh Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, and, and apparently in uh movie forty three he was a he was a leprechaun. He's a really pretty looking little person. He. He, can I say he actually looks like he would be in the band Aqua? 
Barbie girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, he looks like John Tina. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's tiny. He's a good looking dude. Yeah. I, I thought he had a real uh, Corvette, but apparently he he lowered it down. So it was more like a, a, a little person mobile and he has a real customized uh, chopper. Oh. And I don't know if he was in the in the chopper show where uh, the whatever that guy is. Anyway, but uh, he I talked with him for a while. Thank God he didn't have any line. Uh, there the, was barely any line for. It's uh, weird. He was he had a short line. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> puns galore. Yeah, not a long wait. <laughs> uh, I only had to wait a midget. <laughs> Oh yeah, we went. We we did we did the M M word so far. Uh, we got a we got a shout out. Do you want the shout out? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You sent it to the quality time thing, right? But uh, let me play I'll, that. For I can us talk in the meantime. Was yeah. uh, you're gonna I, have to kill time. I was I very happy that. that I had enough time to uh, play the uh, mullet song to Kevin Dillon, where he loved oh. it. He loved it. Aww. So he liked he liked the mullet joke, and uh, I wish I had uh, actually recorded the 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 reaction uh, reaction video, but I'm too lazy. And anyway, no, that's awesome. <sighs> would Would you say Would you say it's a reach to say that he's one of the greatest midget actors of his generation? <laughs> Kevin Dillon isn't a midget. No, the, the Ma- Martin. Oh yeah, yeah, he's definitely top three. I mean, good grief, he actually makes big time money. Or, you know. He does he make yeah. the Jeremy Woodworth top three? You oh. can tell uh, you can tell us here. I haven't. I've watched barely any of the the, the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I know he was definitely one of the Snow White movies yes. where it was actual actual little people. As I didn't, I wouldn't want to say midgets because I yeah. think he was politically incorrect. <laughs> him. I think this is it, Jeremy. I think I found the audio. Also, here. he wasn't t- that cool with uh, Brad Williams because he's oh. like midget, midget, midget. So oh, he's was, really against the M word. I think so. I, I, I don't. You. I don't think he was that hateful, but he seems like, well, you know, whatever. It's more, more of the more. <laughs> so wait, are you saying he's like a self-hating midget? Uh, well, th- th- most of the most of the midget wrestlers are really cool with the word, but the actors they're like think they're like Peter Dinklage about the it's it's the politically corrupt more like Peter Ca- Twinklage Ca- California <laughs> thing you know so I will say Peter Dinklage's name like if he I feel like he got the name of someone who would be a midget right like, yeah I feel, literally I feel like he changed it like his the, they were they were like the Dinklage he's like what if you change your name to Dinklage doesn't that sound literally what, what if you change your name to Dink Dink from from uh, Spike Bakes Balls yeah yeah he sounds he sounds like a man that you'd have to make a deal with and he's like haha I've taken your firstborn daughter <laughs> you must name my name for it to be Richard wait a second what's your what's your character in this movie in this script oh your name is Fidget <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like if Eric was a little person he would be called Trumple Stiltskin <laughs> ooh Truffle no Truffle oh, oh Truffle Truffle, truffle Stiltskin yeah. there you go um, I do have your the shout out that you got from the great Martin Kleba I think this is it here here we go are ready quality time broadcast and your name good coach good coach this is Martin Kleba and you're listening to quality time I got one with uh, Felix, and uh, that's it. That's it. That's the end. I didn't edit it like I should. Oh that's okay. shit! When I think about uh, a, a, a podcast, 
where I actually card you had the cards that says horror comedy and midgets I, I only have midgets every once in a while but we have actually have Kleba we have Tony I don't know if I did one with Tony Cox but I did mm-hmm. one with Sil- Felix Silla I is the, the biggest of all time i.e. Uh, cousin it and mm. uh Anyway, I, I the funny to. part is if you take all of those shout outs and you layered the audio on top of them, they equal one regular person. Because <laughs> I think about you, eight inches tall, big bald head and giant balls. <laughs> when I look at this world, I can barely see you. <laughs> That's good, Jerry. She's working it like like Lady Gaga. Um, oh <laughs> so overall, great, great, uh, great, great chiller weekend, right? Yeah, not really, because uh, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't pogo up, and uh, I was supposed to do another part now, on where, Saturday. And now, I, where are you not allowed to pogo up, or you're just health wise, you didn't feel up? I to didn't it? feel like it. I mm. felt, I felt, felt like shit, mm. and driving four hours is enough for my health. And uh, I anyway, doctors I, have said that. Driving four hours is enough for your health. That's I get actually, scared thinking you drive that far. No, I, I, I still want to drive to uh, Pittsburgh, but it'll take me almost half a day. Yeah. So it's a good show because then, uh, it's, no, I'm sorry. It's a, the next one is a, a, a Philly show. Versus yeah, Philly's, Philly's only two hours though. Oh, but the Pittsburgh show is supposed to have uh, uh, John Cleese in a month. I saw that. That's kind of cool. Steelcon. I love John Cleese and Rat Race. Yeah. I know that's not like one of his popular ones, but I fucking love that movie. It is a good one. It's a great movie. It's a my. I, I like John. What's your favorite John Cleese movie, Jeremy? Uh, the, the Princess Bride. Very good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that famous John Cleese movie, Splash. That's what I like. <laughs> my uh, name is Hotter. I'm going to kill you. Yes, <laughs> I'm a, a very revenge. <laughs> I, you know what? I've always wanted, and this is something that maybe if we can get into the Cleese camp, I could um, uh, throw out there. I would love to do a special Faulty Towers reunion episode. I love that show. Uh, but based around 9-11, where the, the Faulty Tower that gets hit is the is the West Tower. And he goes, oh, good God, what the hell has happened here? And it's just, you know, it's the Faulty Towers 9-11 episode. Faulty Twin Towers. Faulty Twin Towers, yeah. <laughs> Ashley's face Nicholas Cage. <laughs> hey, Eric. <laughs> they call me John Geese. What? <laughs> I realize. I realize. John Cleese really was very close to our uncle Jonathan. So I like no. Like think of the funny bits. He was just like he was like. Excuse me. Did you sign off on this? You allowed in the Taliban. I was like, oh, I thought that was just to allow towels in. <laughs> Yikes! This is so dark and disturbing. <laughs> That's also my favorite racial slur: towel, towel ban. Towel so, ban. Yes. I will say, for the longest time, I kept trying to find the BBC, but it just turned out to be a lot of a lot of penises yeah. on black men. Be, be like, uh, <laughs> yeah. here you go. Oh gosh. Mm. Well, that's Ooh. good. Uh, Faulty Towers nine eleven has been really the crowning uh, achievement of this podcast thus far. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, if there's one thing we do at this show, it's keeping up appearances. Yeah. Um, I don't we, know what you're talking about. I feel so high right I'll now. I'll never forget. <laughs> there we go, Tally. All right. Um, you know, I don't I don't have a lot going on. You know, I'm a week removed from uh, recording the Bussy special, so special shout outs to everybody. I will say there is this one thing that did make me laugh. Um I during the murder mystery last week, it was Saturday. Um, uh, I, I have a monologue. Uh, it's a very, very uh, famous monologue that's ad libbed to include Halloween, and it's Jack Nicholson's monologue where you can't handle the truth from I believe a few good men, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I do this. I've memorized this thing, and I did. And it's always a big pop for it. So I'm walking around talking to some people before the fourth act begins, mm-hmm. and this guy comes up to me and goes. Hey man, that was a really good monologue. Hey, did you memorize that? <laughs> and I go, how do you how do you think I did that? <laughs> do you think what you just saw happened without a level of of that? He goes, oh yeah, I guess that was a pretty stupid question. <laughs> I, I wish I could be a white man and be applauded for the simplest thing. Be like, hey, you memorized something that's amazing. Hey, did you? You memorize that? That's incredible. <laughs> no, I ri- I riffed out the exact lines from <laughs> from a few good men. That's well, I, I I'm glad you had a great murder mystery. It was great. Congrats on the special. You said I I think if I'm not misspeaking, I think you said you're hoping for it to be like finished and finalized by like 2024 early, like January. Yeah, we don't have a hard date on yeah. it. We just got like the footage back. We're putting together. I think it's gonna be. When it's all put together, it's going to be really funny. So anybody that mm-hmm. comes in, uh, I will, as I pander to every listener that we have here, I'm expecting every one of you to purchase it from me uh, or look at it at least when it is streaming and share it with all your friends. Um, I am counting on it. And as soon as uh, I put up more songs, uh, my ReverbNation.com oh, slash yeah. Yeah, Jeremy I don't wanna... Woodworth, I'll put up more songs. Jeremy, what? how's Reverb Nation been doing? <laughs> Man, I have had... Tens of dollars. Oh, Tens of dollars? Yeah. Uh, maybe four dollars. You made four dollars? Yeah, Holy shit. it cost shit. me $20 per month. So, so you have a $20 subscription yeah, a month to keep yeah. it up, and you made... F- I mean, oh. what are you, just printing money right now? Jeremy, <laughs> I might let you finger my tear. <laughs> I mean, you know, I really need to start my Fisher Eleven. I really start my OnlyFans when I just scratch psoriasis uh, videos instead. Oh, so. Jeremy, you barely even money. have psoriasis. You look know, great. You're smooth, Jeremy. Barely now. recognize you. <sighs> you know, boring. hey, can I do? Can I mention one thing, Ashley? And this isn't something that you know about yet. So Jeremy got here uh, an hour and a half early. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting him this early. <laughs> I said, well, I messaged you. I said, said noon, so 11.30 would be good. And he goes, uh, no, you didn't. I was like, well, it's exactly what it says in the text. So I did. Um, so he's here for, in his first 30 minutes, Ashley. Yes. He comes in. And we kind of chat. We're listening to some records and stuff. He's like, are we going to start soon? I was like, Ashley's not here, and you're 90 minutes early. So yeah. no, we're not going to start anytime soon. Yeah. Goes, Within that five minutes... Uh, of the first half hour he's here yeah. 20 of it was spent in that bathroom he came in basically just held a sh- like you held a shit just to come here to blow my bathroom up as your first act when you walked into my house I didn't notice anything Dude. let's go there so, my shit's gonna make it escape come on let's go there. so Jerry came came just to shit in my house okay number one oh. number two he, uh, I gave him a present, and when you saw this, I gave yes. him a reanimator shirt. <laughs> yes. It's glow in the dark. Very by the cool. Way. So he wants to go. Uh, when he, as soon as he leaves the bathroom, I go, 
I don't hear the fan. Can you turn on the fan? He goes, what's the fan? Put on the fan. Put on the fan. So he's just, he's cooked a shit in there and he hasn't had it on the entire time. I'm like, what the, f- just cut, turn on the fan. Why is this a foreign thing to you? He goes, okay, I'll put, is it one of these, but it's the one that turns the fucking fan on. Like uh, this. So. You cooked a shit in there. Are you little Anthony disdain? Yeah, so, <laughs> so Jerry, Jerry does this. Now he's looking at his shirt, this lovely shirt. I got yes. him. He's like, oh, I need to get it. I need to get jazz though isn't dark enough in here i was like oh did you get it to work and i he's in the bathroom i was like yeah it works i was like he's like yeah come on in here i walked one step uh, yep, it, closed. <laughs> it closed it closed it closed close the door close the door now it smells like shit. now it's radioactive because of my shit <laughs> <laughs> it smelled so horrible oh. also also i put radium on the shirt Radium girl. Yeah. So, radium girl. <laughs> I don't know why Jeremy has to every time he comes over destroy my bathroom, but I appreciate it. Look, anyway. uh, look. After a couple minutes with the with the brush, the shit will come oh, off. Yes, it will. Oh hey, my he, God. I will say he didn't shit cake it. <laughs> Totally shit cake destroy it. You know, but if if I could do like a full 360 from each side, it's like if I can shoot at every angle. So. It's like Jeremy threw a water balloon filled with shit into the toilet and just watched it explode. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so, a lucky woman. Yeah, you are. You got to have talents. Um, and uh, before we get into tonight's movie, we do have a couple of things to go over. Uh, it is Fansgiving. I know we're a week late on this. Yeah. Fan submission are coming in left and right we're probably going to choose a movie from the strangle chef's list which by the way kenny relax can you can you why are you making our job hard by picking out from the 20 movies that he are wants okay the entire month to himself he needs to and I, i'm fine with that we're going to pick one of them but next time listen what we don't want is for you to send 20 movies and be like hey pick your favorite one it's fans giving a pick ad movie we will say yay or nay yeah and then come back oh yeah okay. he, he gave us a lot of choices yeah and, kenny but I don't want to take choices. It's like Subway. I don't like Subway. I, you know why? Because I just want you to make me a sandwich unless I wa- don't want the thing on it. Just get me a sandwich out. Yeah, Kenny, who do you think you are? The new Ashley Pontius? You still have at least another season before I resign. Yeah. Yeah, you dummy. Uh, so, uh... I'm going to start those, growing those tits. Put in those fans giving things. We got a lot of great fans out there. If you've done one in the past, you might get Trump for somebody new. But listen, a Jeff Hancock is always going to be near the top of my mind because he does yes. the quote of the week. He does yeah. a great job. We haven't heard from Merle in quite some time, but oh, she's always yeah. one of my favorite people. Yeah, um, Lisa Bustabus gave us some ooh, good ones in the past. Yeah, Busta she gets Busta. really good ones. She gives us really good ooh, ones. She is I need to reach level. out to her. And, I, I mean, reach out, go through her garbage. I'm in, I'm in front of your house right now as you're listening to this, Lisa. <laughs> Have you told me the next movie? Reach out and touch your face. Uh, <laughs> um, um, yeah, like, uh, and hey, look, I hate to be a bitch, but you know, it's my brand. Um, if you make a suggestion and we watch it and it's fucking terrible, we're going to roast you on that episode. Like, yeah. if you give us a bad rec, we're going to tell you you have bad taste. And yeah, it's okay. true. Whoever chose the Twilight series movie... I hate I hate you. So. Yeah, I forget who chose Twilight, but that was a bad one we had to do. I literally really have never one. hated a movie. Uh, almost more than the Nicolas Cage movie Face Off. You, Jeremy's least favorite episode was Face Off. You also hated Heat a lot, which I personally love Heat and Face Off. I love that movie if it was an hour and a half. Well, it feels good knowing that none of my uh, wrecked ship salvage team movies made you worse. If you can find the one we haven't done yet. I'm here I'm here for a spoiler alert. I as a person am a salvage ship and I need people to come try and rescue me. 
Um, hey, do you want to? You haven't even had a stroke, and you're anyway. Hey, you're, I, a, you're, Ashley, a, you're a you're a you're a, a jewel. You're Ashley, a stroke. I, I'm a poke. Yeah. Can I say? <laughs> can I say one thing though? Yeah. You know, the last person who sent us on a salvage fucking mission is this fellow though, right here, sitting to your to your right. Because it wasn't you who picked Raise the Titanic. Oh my you God, much. you're right. But I think he also did it because I wouldn't stop doing those movies. He was like, oh, give you something to cry about, bitch. And I was like, okay, all right, I get it. I heard you. I heard you. Oh my God, I can't wink. It was a, true, it was a true story and it was a documentary about Raising the Titanic. God, I need like one of those like donut pillows oh, for my ass. You need an ass pillow? Uh, I don't know how people do this. Like, I don't know how people push out babies. Like, this is horrible. Wasn't that our other band, the ass pillows? <laughs> yes, the a- easy and the ass pillows. Um, uh, well, you know, I got a, sorry, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a lot of upset uh, DMs the other day because I was having so much trouble pooping that I posted on Facebook that I was like, I don't need you to tell me you love me. I need you to fist my whole ass and pull out the shit I've been trying to take since Wednesday. Uh, Okay. And, and a lot of people were like, your posts have been really upsetting me lately. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's just like an unreleased Elton John song. Uh, uh, <laughs> fist me closer, tiny asshole. <laughs> no, they're just I'm like, still standing in my ass. <laughs> no, it's the Beatles. Hey, poop. <laughs> Don't push so hard. <laughs> Oh. You've got a fisher and it's not price. It hurts so bad. It hurts and I need some creamy salvia nice. You'll be in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, I'm hearing me out. Well, <laughs> while my hemorrhoid gently seeps <laughs> with blood, mm, with every wipe, it must surely be burning. Uh, in, in, in serious, serious, we talk about the king who died on his throne, mm-hmm. which I think his uh, load was an 80 pound uh, turd of constipation and he shooted almost can, but bit his tongue off well so. can i tell you about this is very true uh i thought i was having a panic attack while this is happening my uncle died at a very young age he didn't feel well sat on his toilet in his mid-30s and had uh a blood clot go from his leg to his heart and he died on the toilet so my leg started going numb while trying to have this shit and i was like if i die the same way how cool would that be should i should i should i uh family curse should i should i confess about my constipation okay let's go for it let's go you've you've already gone and one day's constipation was enough yeah and of course i I didn't realize my my blood pressure medication was gonna fuck my leg Uh, and fuck my weekend up uh, uh, with chiller and of course weekend life i mean what's worse i'm here i'm hearing wizard of war in the back of my head i know so anyway so and of course i barely do anything because i'm old and i can't i can't taste the finer things in life tell me more somebody gave me drugs and they gave me a little bit of uh edible chocolate (laughs) Oh, they were, that's the best they were, kind. <laughs> they were they were portioned, and the portion says twenty five milligrams. That's a strong edible right there. That's a lot and of I, milligrams. And I realized I was like, oh, well, that's I'll I'll just take a take a chance chance. I have a tiny tiny little bite. So I'm assuming that was probably five ten milligrams. The worst constipation of my life. Yeah. I was in so much pain. 
And I was like, I'll never fucking do that again. And I only did it one more time. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Yeah. Just took the corner off a gummy. Like, oh, God. So to, to repre- re- repress this, uh, rephrase this, this is, of course, Ave Satani, uh, where it says... Satan lives, and also one, one of my uh, cosplay uh, acquaintances. That was his theme music as an evil priest. I yeah. won't mention his name, Father cause I, Evil, because I hate. Because you hate him. him. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, we don't speak the the evil name of yes. the guy who dresses as the evil priest. Yeah. Whereas I'm just a killer clown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my We're, God! What Jeremy isn't a fan of Ghost. Oh. Yes. <laughs> uh, but this week's movie, very excited to bring Ashley's pick that we yeah. couldn't get to last week. 1976 is The Omen, uh, directed by the scariest director of all time, the director of Superman 1 and 2, <laughs> Richard Donner. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> no, but this is a great movie uh, uh, starring the great Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, and Harvey Stevens. Now, uh, one little thing uh, that uh, that intro that you just heard, of course, is the theme song to um, The Great Omen, uh, actually done by a, a renowned uh, orchestra conductor, Jerry, Jerry Goldsmith, Goldsmith um, who uh, this is actually the only time he ever won an Academy Award is for yeah. this score of The Omen. Omen, which is funny because you know in the past he'd done movies like Chinatown, uh, one of Jeremy's favorites, The Other, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Planet of the Apes. Some of the music for the Twilight Zone, um, and he would later go on to make a great score for like the movie Gremlins and uh, as well as Rambo. So really good '80s classics. Jeremy uh, is now showing pictures to Ashley, and he's. Can I see what it is? Yeah. I want to see. 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 Eric wants in on Brian, this. Brian Posen's uh, uh, birthday was in July 6th, 1966. Oh, so that's <laughs> good. <laughs> he was in the movie The Devil's Rejects. But you know what's crazy? Had he been born in June... Uh-huh. He'd be six, 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 six. Yeah, there he'd be a you lot of go. Sixes. That's a lot of sixes. But uh, yeah, I'm a six. The okay. thing about Jerry Goldsmith is that he lost so many Academy Awards. He wasn't even going to go to the Academy Awards show uh, where he oh, won. Oh, it's June, not July. And That's uh, what I was, oh. and uh, the great um, uh, Richard Donner called him up and said, "You got to come. You're, you're in. You're in the bag, kid. You got to come to this one. You're going to win." And he did, and he did win. Aww. So it's very exciting for him. Yeah, I mean, I. That's really like serendipitous that that happened, but I feel like that happens to me in comedy all the time. They're like, "Oh no, no, you're gonna win Magoobies this year," and I'm like, "You know what? I don't think I'm gonna go. Like, mm. I think I'm good." I, w- I was beaten out by, um, um, y- yeah, um, that guy, that <coughs> card flipping guy. Oh, so. Ian Salyers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> classic Ian Salyers. So glad um, he's done so much with that win. <laughs> uh, right from the gate, though, when this movie opens up, we get a dead baby. I like I like any movie that starts with a dead baby, <laughs> you know? And the father, played by Gregory Peck, uh, who's playing uh, Robert Thorne, uh, is obviously distraught. He's like, what do you mean, my wife's child? It couldn't have been my seed that died. <laughs> what, was her pussy not strong enough? Uh <laughs> to hold the baby uh but you have found out that they have lost the child um but uh this this nice priest convinces them that hey you know there's another baby that was born today yeah and it has no mom you could just you could just do the old switcheroo i do yeah i do love that this movie opens up with essentially the biggest comedic plot twist in every sitcom which is like hey i accidentally killed the pet 
we can just swap it for another one that looks just like it. She'll never know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's like, as long as you don't bury my dead son in a pet cemetery, we're fine here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> More like pet sperm. Um. <laughs> so yeah, the, the, the sweet uh, father there does give him uh, some reassurance about his decision in taking this random ass baby. Also, said it, it, it could be ours, but on this night, Mr. Thorne, God has given you a son. Wait a minute, can I ask you one quick question? This baby, it didn't come out of a jackal, did it? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing I'm against. Can I, can I mention the, uh, the scene that was deleted with, uh, with James Stewart? Mm-hmm. I, I wonder why, why the baby's dead. He's got a giant <laughs> gash on his skull. Uh-huh. With a giant gash. Was that a brush deformity that looked like a hammer that beat its head in? I, I'm James Stewart. <laughs> I'm in, in the omen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Out of um, I actually loved this. This scene was originally in a the end of Casablanca. <laughs> Whenever he's like, uh, out of all the women, this baby could have ended up in. <laughs> Also, also had to choose this puss. <laughs> also, the uh, the um, scenes with the uh, Walter Matthau um, scenes. Okay, Jeremy, now bring in Walter Matthau. Why, why we have to find out where these knives and how to kill these people? Where's Where's my team? Thank you. That's Walter Matthau. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. Okay. Oh, okay. So let me let me just throw this out here, Jeremy. You've had brought up an interesting thing. The the idea that the bad news bears and Damien plays on the bad news bears is a fun. It's a fun additive. Okay, he he, he every time he throws the ball, he turns it into a flaming hot demon that's coming right at you. <laughs> After all the fly balls, and they get hit right in the face and they die. Yeah, he's killed. He's killed their entire lineup. They don't even have any kids left. <laughs> I was just ready for us to just to just keep going. Johnny Carson be like, "Wow, this dead baby is really wild stuff." Like, <laughs> What was it like having a dead kid? Like I just just holds the card uh, to his head and be like, uh, covered in afterbirth and dead. It's your baby. Uh, I like I like the Alec Guinness version of this. Of okay, the now I have Alec Guinness. Okay. Yes, this boy is definitely the Antichrist, and he will save the universe by killing everyone with the Empire. All right, right my turn. Okay, uh, D- Dana Carvey. Could it be Satan? <laughs> <laughs> what is this, Satan not Satan enough for your Satan club? <laughs> he, he, is the, he is the chosen one to kill everyone in the galaxy. <laughs> Damien's world. Um <laughs> Um, I do just want to talk about too. Also, another deleted, another uh, deleted scene where we find out the baby was killed because the uh, priest fucked it to death. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. Relevant. I hate when that happens. You know, <laughs> yeah. those, those rape, so, rape things in the Catholic that is, don't, don't happen anymore. That is yeah. true. He's like, you know, I, I'm sorry that you lost your child, and uh, I was going to use this leftover baby as my personal fleshlight for the monastery. <laughs> but if you need it, <laughs> if you need one, I have an extra. I'm just gonna oh. keep the Jeremy behavior going, talking heads, be like, I'm just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get fucked all night. You may ask yourself, is my my baby evil? You may ask yourself, did my wife fall out of a window? You may ask yourself, was her mom a really big jackal? And you may find yourself finding a real baby in an existing crypt. 
Psycho kiddo. Psycho kiddo. There we go. Whew. Man, we've really been across the universe here. Oh, God. Here. I hope I die today. David, David Byrne. Um, life is happy, though, for the uh, Thorne family. Catherine, who didn't even know she lost her baby. She just has this new baby that she's like, yep, this is my kid. Uh, and life is happy with their weird demonic Look, kid. Our black baby is oh my God. a child. I won't lie. That would be hilarious. A black baby. You, this is the first time the you get the to see omen. Harvey Stevens, who's playing Damien. Mm-hmm. Now, Richard Donner actually picked uh, Harvey Stevens because uh, when they had auditions, one of his audition things, he was like, all right, kid, come at me. Because he wanted <laughs> to see how, how good the kid could like fight for those scenes when yeah. he like, freak out. And he said, Harvey Stevens went so hard at him. He said, he pulled my hair and he kicked me in the balls and bit me. <laughs> and I I said, by the t- after I threw the kid off of me, I said, dye your hair black and cut back on set. You're coming to the movie. <gasps> Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. But also, he does have those beautiful blue mm-hmm. piercing eyes. He has the Woodworth uh, appeal. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. I could see that. I mean, he's great in this movie. I picked this movie because I can't believe we hadn't done it before. It's so iconic. Yeah. Um, and so we're at Damien's birthday now. We also get to meet Jennings, a local photographer played by David Warner. Jeremy, what's your favorite David <laughs> Warner uh, movie? Oh, that would be the ultimate f- fortress. No, the ultimate evil on uh, Time Bandits. There you go. I <laughs> Hey, I had I have time allotted for you, Jeremy. Please say everything you need to say about the movie Time Bandits now. Evil was begin was it the beginning of time. I <laughs> give give me computer. Uh, never now he's mind. in Tron. I, I, he's trying to I Tron have a aphasia, damn it. He's if, trying to do Tron references. If you look now. and you will find me, time after time bandits. <laughs> If you fall, I will kill you. You will do it for Damien. Tron, Tron after Tron. <laughs> well, if you are so evil, why can't you go in this? In, in, are you trapped in this thing? You said you just said what? Don't Sorry. touch that son. Don't touch that boy. He's pure evil. I get too excited <laughs> when I go. talk about time bandits. I know. I, I'll, I'm glad you did. Um, but I'll just, I'll just deaden my feelings. As the party is a dropping and ain't got no signs of stopping, they look up at the house and a young woman who was caring for Damien earlier in that day decides to take her own life. She has a noose around her neck, and before she jumps, you hear this. <laughs> me Damien it's all for you which you didn't know actually inspired this Janet Jackson hit There you go. Do you think that that song by Janet inspired what her brother did with Blanket? <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's all for oh, you, Blanket. Oh, what will I do for Damien? Where I hang myself? Oh, for oh. everybody. Oh. Ooh, look at me. I'm Robin Williams and I'm taking care of Damien. Can I just say... Had I had watched this movie first, my suicide might have gone a lot differently. (laughs) 
<laughs> I picked up some My shoe shines. <laughs> <laughs> all right, with, with Creed. So. With arms wide open <laughs> under <laughs> my carport. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, uh, we see Damien. I never want to kill then, myself during while listening to Creed. Oh, uh, I don't want to. I think you get to. That's the only Can way we, you get to go to That's so heaven. weird because last where I heard Creed, I was like, I should definitely do this. <laughs> I, I want to I die during, during Nickelback. The only way you can actually uh, cure a Scott staff infection is listening to Creed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I'm being honest, I really want to die to three doors down because that's how far it was for me to fall. Now, oh my gosh. <laughs> she's still. She's so, did, now again, I find myself so far down. Did did you guys both uh, recognize the two? Uh, the guy with the glasses on uh, during the the the, babe, the the party at the at the no. birthday party. He's uh mm-hmm. he's got the glasses. He's a very big uh, British actor, but in uh, Faulty Towers, he's a, a, an American. Uh, uh, accent, and he tries to get uh, get himself a Waldorf salad. Oh. Where he, that's well, that's a whole. Uh, a that's whole why episode. you sent that. Okay, yeah. I didn't put that and, together. Yeah, you guys didn't watch it. It's okay. Well, no, I just didn't understand um, the context. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. You, Jeremy, you 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 don't always give us context to what you're saying. I would say so you, you'd seen him, and if you had seen him in the the oh, almond, but okay. also his biggest role has to be the guy who's running the base in Hoth. In uh, Empire Strikes Back, yes, yes, with this other fake, fake uh, uh, British accent. Well, British, British, I'm doing like a freaking Richard Nixon today. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck I'm done. Is, I'm is done. he the guy? Is he the guy that's uh, that Han just says? And what happens if you don't come back? Then I'll see you in hell. And he's like, no. I just, just want to know when you're coming. No, back. he runs the base and he was talking in the, the control room. And he's got the little Purina thing. Yeah, he sounds yeah. like he's a bad voiceover in that. Yeah, show. another voiceover. Yeah. So. All right, cool, cool. Um, we also get to meet the uh, scary dog, uh, the this Rottweiler who you'll find out is going to be. Miss Blaylock's dog, the new caretaker of Damien. I do does think any, it's. Does anybody remember the remake of The Omen? Yes, with Julia Stiles. No. No, it's Mia, Mia Farrell from uh, J- Rosemary's Baby in the remake. What? Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't watch the remake. Yeah, I, I own it, it but I haven't watched it in a yeah, long time. Shit. I do have a copy of it, yeah. and I know I watched it once, but uh, I don't remember it as I as I recall. Mia Farrow, <laughs> Rosemary's Baby. But playing what role? As the as the, the new uh, the oh new, as um, the caretaker, yeah. Miss Blaylock. Oh no, but uh, sorry. When I said Julia Stiles, I meant Julia Stiles plays the mom in yeah. the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about the, the, the caretaker. I got you. I got yeah. you. Um, we also get a father uh, a visit from Father Brennan. Uh, he goes to uh, Robert Thorne's office, played by Gregory Peck, and gives him some an ominous warning about his son. Quote unquote. You must take communion, drink the blood of Christ, and eat his flesh. For only if he is within you can you defeat the son of the devil. I see. He's killed once. He'll kill again. He'll kill until everything that's yours is his. Father, would you Only mind through waiting? Christ can you fight him. Accept the Lord Jesus. Drink his blood. I do always like when there's something scary that's happening. The devil mm-hmm. is after you. And he's like, 
the devil is going to kill you and you're going to burn in eternal flames. I need you to drink the blood of my savior to save you. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> you okay. asked me double circumcised by yourself. Yes. Which I have to say, I don't think that works because I've consumed the flesh of a lot of sons on my knees and nothing has changed. <laughs> so we have a little bit more of uh, Father Brennan here. Uh, I've locked the door, Mr. Thorne. Yes. Would you send for a security guard, please? I beg you, Mr. Thorne. Listen to what I have to say. Ambassador Thorne? I was at the hospital, Mr. Thorne, the night your son was born. I witnessed the birth. Sir? I beg you. All right. Stand by. What you don't understand is... I'm a lot like Matt Lauer. You you're, now you're locked in to here with me. You, Mr. Thorne. So. Can I just say yeah, that yeah. if a man had sex with me and produced a child, we'd call it yeastiality. <laughs> Christ, forgive me. <laughs> what do you know about my son? Everything. And what is that? It's got I the- saw its mother. He's got a tight pussy. You saw my wife. I saw its mother. You're referring to my wife. Its mother, Mr. Thorne. This is blackmail, then come out and say it. What is it that you're trying to say? His mother was a... Was it a jackal? Was your mom a jackal? Was it a jackal? Was it a jackal? How how insulting that he's like, I saw its mother. And it's like, my wife is not a they them. She, just because she's a Protestant doesn't mean she's not a human being. Wait, what was that name? You, you said... His mother's name was Say it one more time. Just, could you? <laughs> His mother was a... That's over true. And if over, if so. you're a they, them, what do you give birth out of? <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. They, oh. them. They and them. Hey, guess what? He was I'm, a hermaphrodite! <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? I'm about to be a they, them. That terror is pretty severe. <laughs> like... Hermaphrodite, more like hermaphrodite. Okay. <laughs> oh man, not anymore after this. Goddamn. So uh, that oh. uh, he quickly escorts Father Brennan off of the premises, as uh, you would. Uh, Jennings though gets some pictures of Father Brennan at the uh, as he leaves, and he you notice a weird streak that seems to be going through like, like his neck area, and you're like, huh? Hope that isn't a giant something that might stab him there later that is like a foreshadowing I like that this movie has literal foreshadowing like you get it like it has it has actual foreshadowing here's a a look I made a picture of myself oh I tore my head off oh how did that happen yeah I was gonna say anytime you ask a man to take a photo of you in 2023 you're gonna see shadows because they don't do a good job it would be it would be funny to like uh, if we we like spoof this or whatever He's like, I have some really scary photos. You know, look, I took this, and then Father Brennan ended up getting stabbed. And I took this one, and this man's head was cut off by a piece of glass. And then he's like, I took a photo of you. And it's just literally, like, it looks like the biggest black cock going into his head. (laughs) <laughs> He's like, what is, wait a minute, what what does that one mean? It's like it's, so clear. Like it's that guy sitting on the bed, the big black guy sitting yeah, on the bed with yeah, his legs yeah. open. It's literally <laughs> that guy just, just going making an exit wound through his throat. Ah, we make our own movie called The Omar, and it's <laughs> and it's it's just uh it's just a wire spinoff. Oh 
Oh. Baltimore production. <laughs> so we do get to meet Miss Blaylock. Uh, she's played by Billy Whitelaw. Uh, and originally this character was supposed to be like a very loving, caring character. Um, and uh, she convinced Richard Donner to say, let me play this like a stone cold, scary bitch. Mm-hmm. And uh, it worked out really well. She's one of the better characters, I feel like, in this movie. Well, I can't imagine her not being that character because you actually kind of need her to be that caretaker for the devil. Yeah. Uh, here's a little bit of Miss Blaylock and... Uh, I I know it's a difficult time for you, so I'll not intrude on your grief. I'm here to take away some of your troubles and anxieties. We'll soon help your little boy to forget what's happened. I'm afraid, sir, that uh, some of our young nannies, they get homesick. They have boyfriend problems. I left all that behind a long time ago. I'm a lesbian. (laughs) If you let me see your boy... Hi, I met you seconds ago. Can I have some well, alone yes, time with course. your son? Is that okay? Upstairs, I'll show you where it is. Well, why don't you just leave us alone at first? You know, we Let's at the Catholic Church are quite friendly with children. Shy with new people. I love that this is my future, a completely asexual spinster woman. This is very cool. I'm very monogamous with Satan. I have one man for me, and his name is Legion. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Um, and after we're done, I drive him into pigs because I love to be porked. Um. So, yeah, they show her right up, though, to meet Damien alone. And uh, she walks in and we hear this. I have no fear, little one. I am here to protect thee. Ah, King James. Actually, Satan's Caretaker would be the great name of a band. Yeah, Satan's Caretaker. Satan's Caretaker. The, uh, oh, the Blaylocks and Satan's Caretakers. There oh, that's go. a great I, one. I'd also, I'll also talk about my, my favorite character from uh, Midnight Madness who really drank, loved uh, Pap's beer. His name was Blaylock also. Mm, okay, so, cool. Yeah. Well, consider yeah. my hard Blayclock right now. Blayclock. Uh, oh, man, our first song is I Put the Rot in Rottweiler. <laughs> Burner. So uh, <laughs> next we have to go to a fancy Episcopal wedding. Uh, and Miss Blaylock <laughs> is not pleased about this. She says, don't take my sweet... Damien I don't think he's going to be into it and sure enough he's not because he starts freaking out as soon as they get to there kill it I want it dead Um, my my favorite part of uh, uh, the movie Angel Heart is it's definitely Satan in a Catholic church yeah I also can I just point out through every movie about this type of topic I find it very funny that the devil is so powerful that he's like you know making people kill themselves Mm -hmm. and like all this crazy stuff but the minute he gets near a building he's like no don't like it's very weird stop I know what they really do to kids in there (laughs) why can't we go to the Unitarian church (laughs) they've been ripping off the old people every Sunday with the tithing plate so uh Uh, Robert then comes face to face after they come home with the new dog. Miss Blaylock has adopted. Uh, he wants the dog go, uh, gone immediately. Uh, Shortly after that, we see Damien going to the zoo uh, on a nice little zoo trip. Uh, the animals really hate the son of the devil. Uh, they freaks out the giraffes and uh, the whole baboon scene. Let me tell you, they're just showing their shiny red asses everywhere. And they are <laughs> mad as hell. Um, so true story. This actually happened to me when I was a little girl. We we went to Six Flags in New Jersey because they have the drive through zoo. Do you know what they call it in Jersey? 
No. 666 flags. <laughs> um, when I'm there, it's called six red flags. Um, <laughs> but so we go through and there is, in fact, at least in New Jersey, they have the bamboo drive through uh, Bamboo. B- baboon. <laughs> it's a bamboo. Baboon uh, drive through exhibit. And we were overloaded with baboons and the carrier had to come out and whip them off the car, hit a whip on him and he would just get them off the car because they were rooting through our car for pine needles. Really? Yeah. I wonder why they liked pine needles so much. I don't know. I'd like Hmm. to think it's just me that I am the next Damien. So I... Aw, that's cute. I know. Um... So uh, after he has, uh, they narrowly escaped the baboons at the uh, at the preserve. There, mm-hmm. they head back, and um, he goes to. Can, uh, I, can I say something? Yeah, yeah it's kind of uh, ironic that Damien was probably pretty cool with the uh, the jackal exhi- exhibit. So. He loved the jackal exhibit. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, Mom! Animal kinkdom. Um. It'd be funny. You know, they, I know we have like uh, multiple omens after this. You know, mm. we have uh, the omen two with omen three where he's kind of an adult. The but, final conflict. But uh, it would be cool if they just did like the omen four or five or whatever it was. Mm. And it just takes place in the 90s. And his favorite movie is just him watching the movie The Jackal with Bruce Willis. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> Mother was a jackal. Yeah. I'm a long I'm still waiting for Damien in space. Uh. Yes. <laughs> the omen in space. When you're in space, the devil can't hear you. We've made we've made a pentagram out of all of the satellites Elon Musk has launched up here. It's X-X-X. the final conflict. Uh, so uh, he goes to uh, Robert goes and meets with Father Brennan one last time. We're not going to have him around for much longer. When the Jews return to Zion <laughs> and a comet rips the sky, and the Holy Roman Empire rises, then you and I, well, funny, Jews, Jeremy. returned. I'm triggered because when it's... the Jews <laughs> return to Zion. And he goes, okay, I get it. It always starts... Uh, you led me here for this for the, because it's the Jews, right? I'm triggered because this omen is coming true. The Jews are returning to Zion and a comet has ripped my sky. And it's... <laughs> Ripped your thigh. Ow, <laughs> it hurt. I can't sit right. I'm miserable. Do you need me to get you a pillow? Do you no, want a pillow? No, I want to you to on? shove ice cubes up my butt and put salt around the rim and make me a margarita. Susie? <laughs> Susie, we need a nerdy hey. margarita. Stop. <laughs> Watching my poop make <laughs> how I got here, I haven't a clue. <laughs> so let's see if we can flip through this audio a yeah. bit here. My wife is in danger. She is pregnant. You're mistaken. That's nonsense. I you always will not pull allow out the child to be born. It's impossible. He will kill it while it slumbers in the womb. What in God's name are you talking about? Your son, Mr. Thorne. The son of the devil. He will kill the unborn child. Then he will kill your wife. And when he is certain to inherit all that is yours, then, Mr. Thorne... He will kill you. That's enough. And with your wealth and power, he will establish his counterfeit kingdom here on earth, receiving his power directly from Satan. You're insane. He must die, Mr. Thorne. You asked for five minutes. He will go on to make a third Superman movie with Richard Pryor. (laughs) (laughs) 
it won't make any sense, but people will still flock to it. <laughs> then you'll make another Superman movie. This one with a guy called Nuclear Man, and you it'll be the worst Superman of all. He will have an accident in a horse training accident, <laughs> and he will never walk again. Um, we're gonna call him Hex Lutheran. Um. <laughs> so uh, he gives him all these instructions like go to Jerusalem and seek the man who's here and blah 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 and everything that he said was really important that we'll revisit uh, through I, more audio I, I just want all the uh, prophecies about all the great popes of our time so you know yeah, yeah. Uh, but right after uh, Robert leaves him uh, Father Blaylock gets attacked by all of Mother Nature as a storm just chases him through places <laughs> and if you watch the scene with the scary music it's pretty scary but if you watch it with the Benny Hill, it's just him avoiding branches. It's pretty funny. I would love to. Uh, I would love to split this together with Twister, and they're just like, "We got cows." <laughs> so, uh, but just as he thinks he's okay, he's locked out of the church. He's like, "Oh, I think I'll be all right." Uh, something gets struck by lightning, and a giant. Sp- metal spike goes and uh, uh, completely pulverizes him through the collarbone, spiking him to the ground. I just want to say, I should call him. (laughs) This also sounds like, this sounds like the uh, Ashley making that fissure right here. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Ow, you made my butthole pucker. How unkind of you. It hurts. So, uh, Robert then goes to talk to his wife and, uh, she tells him she doesn't really want a second kid. And this whole first kid is a problem. I think I'm thinking about getting an abortion, uh, cause Damien be mad annoying, yo. This is her actual dialogue. Um, this, this is the conversation every comedian has with their wives about their second. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure this is what mom had after just like, are we really going to do this again? That's have true. you seen Jeremy? 12 years is, apart. Yeah, she's yeah. like, do we have to do, do this again? Do we have again? to do this? Oh man. Um, which is, which is fun. So he goes to go confront the doctor about this. He's like, are you sure you want my, this abortion to happen? And, uh, to hear this. She thinks that the child is evil. The point is that this time another child will be disastrous. Well, in what way? Evil. Now, this is just fantasy. She also thinks the child isn't hers. The most important thing for you to do is to agree to an abortion. That's the most important thing you can do right now. The last thing we want is for you to have any type of child, please. (laughs) So yeah, but if I had Damien for a kid, I'd be like, you know what? If you're telling me this is going to happen twice, I'd be like, I I would be like, hey, full house, cut it out, like. Um, but she doesn't have to get an abortion because in the next scene we get to see uh, uh, his sweet mother trying to hang a, uh, a plant and Damien goes for a little tricycle ride and a tricycle ride that's as good as Planned Parenthood itself. Uh, I he, want to ride my tricycle. <laughs> I want to ride my bike and kill my mom. Yeah, so he, he knocks her off and then just launches her as she's about to fall down and she lands belly first. Um, Dale! Dale! So, uh, uh, it actually knocks the fishbowl down with it. And if you can see the goldfish there, they kind of, uh, they, they look like they're, uh, goldfish there. Um, Richard Donner was so against hurting animals that he actually just bought sardines that were already dead and painted them because he didn't want to hurt any, That's so any funny. goldfish. <laughs> so, on, the side, on the side of the wall. Yeah. 
So uh, next uh, we see uh, Jennings. Um, he calls up Robert to show him the cool pictures and the weird markings and that he also oddly had a 666 birthmark. Uh, they check in. They decide to go check out the room of old father Brennan, uh, who has 47 crosses, Bible pages surrounding the room he's staying in, and his diary has all the uh, comings and goings of Robert uh, in there. Uh, so we hear this little piece of audio here. It's an unusual phenomenon. The comet changed its shape into a glowing star like the star of Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, only this one was on the other side of the world, the European continent, five years ago. The 6th of June, to be exact. Does that date mean anything to you? Yes. Of course, I've listened to Iron Maiden. Then you recollect this other clipping. It's a birth announcement from a Rome newspaper, also dated the 6th of June. Five years ago, the day your son was born. Sixth month, sixth day. Was your son born at 6 a.m.? Oh, jeez. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to work out this birthmark, the three sixes. Just trying to confirm that your son is the son of the devil, yes? My son is dead. If you wouldn't mind, Mr. Thorne, I'd like to help you try and find out. Wait, so is this just a religious episode of Mari? Yes. I am not the father. Woo! He starts dancing around like that. You're also not the mother. Yeah. So, uh... They set off to find Damien's real parents. Uh, Jennings is invested, too, because you get to see his photo, and there's a weird kind of thing that maybe looks like a pane of glass that's going to chop his head off. Can I also just say, this is my favorite Dr. Seuss book. Are you my mother? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, they go to the hospital where Damien was born all those years ago, but all the records, uh, we were destroyed by a fire. Uh, <laughs> and also they have the most unsafe uh, elevators I've ever seen. They're like, they're not OSHA regulated. They just constantly go up and down. And this nun is like, uh-oh, elevator's here. Whoop! And just fucking Mary Poppins her way out of the scene. I love that your day job just shown through. You're like, that's not OSHA. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they also hammer in the idea of uh, that politicians are evil in this movie. What about this? In Revelations, it says, he shall rise from the eternal sea. Well, that's the poem again. From the eternal sea, he rises, creating armies on either shore. That was the beginning of it. And theologians have already interpreted the eternal sea as meaning the world of politics. The sea that constantly rages with turmoil and revolution. God, he's going to be a f- House Senator. More, more revelations from Negro Damas. <laughs> I, I think they misinterpreted this. The eternal sea that always rages is actually my pussy. Oh, hey, wop, it's always wop, leaking. Wop. That's <laughs> wet. Um, uh. So uh, they go to the uh, 
after that, they try to track down the father who has now been uh, hospitalized, who gave the baby away to them. Mm. Um, the guy who said this was a blessing. Uh, they find the old father badly burned. He's got the eye of Simbazo and everything. He's fallen from Christ and doesn't talk anymore. Uh, is he covered in jizz? <laughs> How are his feet? Uh, they do find another place that they can go north of Rome to find some more information, likely where the the mother was buried. So they go to the grave and they find Mama Skeena uh, died the same day as Damien's birth and uh, they, they open the mother's tomb to find out this. Uh, I have a scary stinger. There we go. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's a jackal. You could actually say that Damien's mother was in fact a bitch. <laughs> and then he decides to open up the little baby's little crypt right next to it and finds that his real son's head was totally bashed in. They murdered him as soon as he was born. Um, I'm so happy Cause today I found my kid He's in a tomb <laughs> His head is dead <laughs> So uh, right after that though They get attacked by a pack of wild dogs uh, As as they do when they hang around Creepy uh, crypt uh, uh, graveyards Aren't they all rottweilers? <laughs> all rotties All purebred rotties Just hanging around Ready to maul whoever's out here so. I'm sorry is DMX gonna show up? <laughs> X gonna give it to you. You try to find my mom, she's the devil. I'm gonna deliver it to you. <laughs> Y'all gonna make me bash in my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. Be like, so I killed my baby mama. You'll never have to know. <laughs> So they aren't able to narrowly escape the dogs, uh, not without uh, Robert jacking up his own arm uh, as he gets stabbed. He, I like that he just leaves the other guy to get mauled by himself. And he's like, we got to go. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking idiot. Um, but they are able to escape ultimately. Uh, next, we see Catherine uh, finally get got by Miss Blaylock. She goes mm-hmm. to the hospital and then uh, ends up, uh, the next thing you see is Catherine falling wildly out of the uh, uh, the fifth story window of the hospital i do have to say these are some of the most special effects even whether they're always good or not you know as far as when Mm -hmm. movies age with time i still think these are some of my favorite effects in a horror movie yeah they are they're very practical they look great um beheadings people getting stabbed people going out windows listen i don't i just don't know how the great richard donner went from these wonderful practical effects to the movie superman 2 where he just had superman throw a piece of cellophane at general zod and that's what ended the movie that was the most he was just like what do you think you, you make such great special effects Richard Donner he's like well he's gonna grab a piece of plastic off of his chest and that's gonna fucking imprison him forever Jeremy did that make you mad when you watched it the first time uh I did I did like the uh Richard Donner version of uh Superman because they they made two into one movie and it made it uh, more f- uh, less padded. Mm. Very but, good. Very but good. you know, because of the cellophane fr- thing that you didn't like, it's probably because m- had more money went to uh, Marlon Brando as opposed to special effects. Yeah, so. I'm here to talk about my son Kyle. <laughs> oh 
God. He he just did he was he just uh, like from 1978 on just always was labored breathing like Marlon Brando. And they were like, he's such a good actor. He hits all his beats perfectly. He just couldn't talk faster. Oh, man, I would love a Marlon Wayne's Brando. <laughs> Marlon Wayne's Brando. I just like to think between uh, Superman and Apocalypse now, all he did was eat jelly donuts between oh, those oh, films. So. No, he did a Woodworth and drank the ice. <laughs> The the funniest part is about a man who cha- who championed the uh, the idea of the Indians being genocide. All he did was become incredibly fat off the land. <laughs> That's the funniest part of it all. I would be making all these creatures that are half man, half dogs, and creatures, and I'm at my own island and. Uh, Somebody made me some urine, and I drank my own urine. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I drank... Sometimes the, the, the hot piss is the best kind. Um, if I can just sit on a hammock all day during my scenes. So, uh, Robert, though, is very sad that his wife is gone. Uh, Jennings tracks down the next stop. It's 30 miles from Jerusalem in a place called Jazriel, uh, a.k.a. Armageddon, Israel. Oh, Israel Megiddo. Um, <laughs> so, they go to meet a person... Person that father told them to meet and uh, this guy is re- he's got some real cool ideas about what to do to Damien if only you could remember the name of the man you're supposed to see it's Bukenhagen he was an exorcist I read about him I got that was his name Copenhagen and I remember the poem because when I'm sad I remember when I'm sad I remember poetry there was a man from Han- Nantucket <laughs> Shit in a bucket. (laughs) (laughs) That's not from the King James. That's from. I I remember the poem now. Not, not in a hat. Not with a cat. (laughs) Not here. Not there. Not anywhere. I will not eat green eggs and ham. I will not eat them. Sam, I am one fish, Jew fish. (laughs) (laughs) One fish, Jew fish. Three fish, four. Why is there an antichrist at my front door? <laughs> if the stars have the sneeches on their on their peaches. <laughs> so. I speak for the demons, for they have no tongues. <laughs> Horton hears a who. <laughs> oh no, Horton hears a Jew. There you go. <laughs> We at Quality Time care about Jews. There we we love go. Jews. There we go. Yeah, we'll, we're on whatever side is winning right now. Yeah, who's <laughs> winning right now? Uh, yeah, that's the side we like the best. Oh, man. Um, we want the ones that don't murder as much. We are changing... Heads up, everybody. We are changing our name to Quality Palestine. Um <laughs> So uh, he goes to meet Copenhagen because uh, he's like, I want that Damien to be dead, I think. I'm not sure about it, but I'm pretty sure he needs to die. Um, well, and, if he is dead, I can remarry. <laughs> uh, he meets Copenhagen. I was wondering why I had his face shaved every other day. <laughs> Here, Here's a little bit of the, I call this clip the knife show. This first knife is most important. It extinguishes physical life and forms the center of the cross. The second knife is for hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> 
the third knife is you don't you don't use until dessert is presented. You, when killing a child, you work from the outside. Yes. In. Yes. The third knife is for salads. <laughs> This is the one that extinguishes life. Actually, this seventh night, it, it this is the life knife. You don't want to mix these two up. You have to you stab to, her in the heart seven times. You need to work counterclockwise. Yeah. So he gives them these intricate mm. instructions like, first, this is the very specific way to turn your kid into a human pincushion, okay? If it's she has enough heroin, she'll die in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pumpkin carving for kids. I I also like the idea is like he just gives them, he's like, yeah, I met this guy who said I could, he exercised Exercises demons. What do you tell you? Told me to stab my kid with seven knives, which is pretty wild. I thought seven was days and week. You've even got me stabbing in my sleep. What? Well, how, why we have you? such knives to show you. <laughs> why did you take these seven knives? He's like, you don't understand. For forty five ninety five, you not only get the Highlander Collector Katana Sword, but the seven knives from the Omen that can kill an anti-Christ as well as the Braveheart Claymore in six easy payments of $139.95. Your sons, sons, sons could be living off the revenue from these knives. For 20 more dollars, you get the buckets of all cheese and extra, <laughs> if you, extra if, nachos. If you call in now, we will throw in a flask of holy water. Um, <laughs> I've also thrown in my special QVC utility knife. It has seven blades within it. One that can carve the uh, the scales off a salmon in under a minute. So after you're done killing your kid, you can clean up with a sham wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, hear me out. Seven blades for seven mothers. Um... <laughs> <laughs> seven blades for seven mothers. It's a beautiful musical. Oh. So uh, uh, he gets the knives and he takes them with him. And Jenny's is like, hey, what did he tell you in there? And uh, he told me how to kill my son as if I didn't know. And does have anything to do with murdering a little boy. He's not responsible. I won't do it. <laughs> So Jenny starts walking away and... And if you don't do it, I will. And seconds after Jennings walks away, he gets his fucking head cut off in a, uh, in a giant thing. I don't know. I don't know if I've had like a touch of the tism, but, but when he's like, you can't be held responsible, I'm like, you can't be held responsible. Oh. It was the devil in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> For the life of me, I cannot remember. The mirror think that we were wise, then he killed my fucking wife. <laughs> if, if anybody has uh, listened to the, the, the commentary of <laughs> The Omen... Apparently, <laughs> the scene was when he chops off uh, David Warner's head. Mm -hmm. they, he timed it so an, another couple seconds so that when people on, on the, they cover their eyes and they wait, oh, it still went right, right into the, the exact scene after his head yeah. <laughs> spins over and over again. Yeah, oh it's good God. editing. You get to see, you hear the crash, and then a second later, you see the head like spinning. Still <laughs> oh, God. It's so. still going on. <laughs> 
So uh, now that he's seen uh, seen this uh, another freak accident happen, he's sure that his son is indeed uh, the son of the devil. So Robert uh, flies home with his fun knives, his only carry on, and uh, he sneaks into the house and locks the the dog in the cellar. So the dog has now been neutralized. He then goes into Damien's room where he cuts some of his hair to reveal the evil 666 that was just underneath the scalp. So he has the birthmark. He has that. Uh, but while he's trying to come to grips with what he now must do, that time is cut short as Miss Blaylock comes in like a goddamn spider monkey. Can I just say, though, um, I know this is like a hell of a revelation on the podcast, but I think it's an exclusive we need. So before Eric cut his hair... When that barber went in and started shaving little pieces off, we found four by four by four, which is the Wendy's deal. <laughs> your your son is actually a Chevy Tahoe. <laughs> they were like, oh my God, Eric can get a soda, a sandwich, some nuggets and fries off for $4. Holy shit. I examined it on his head. It didn't say anything. It was just nine, nine, nine. <laughs> He's not he's not Satan, they're all nines. <laughs> oh my god, it's ninety-eight rock. <laughs> Baltimore's I Y Y Baltimore Station. I'm very ha- how I'm very thankful that in, in Britain the uh the, the the call sign isn't nine 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 versus six 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 every to yeah. call the uh, oh. call the help. Yeah, so. I, it's funny though because like if in Germany they never know what to do because they think you're just saying no over again. Who's like, what do you mean? It's nine nine nine. Yeah, call nine nine nine. Ashley, how big is his penis? Nine nine nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Motorhead song called nine nine nine. So uh, he goes uh, to Damien's room he gets into this fight with miss blaylock they uh, surprisingly back and forth uh like but uh eventually i think he what stabs her in the neck with uh like a, a skewer when they get to the kitchen or whatever yeah. so that that takes care care of her she uh he grabs his son and then just starts driving like a maniac down the street it's like a letter opener and it's like dear god it's me Blaylock. <laughs> <laughs> it's me miss blaylock again i still re- really like how blaylock getting killed the dog is just howling it's almost, yeah. it's almost as if they're like intertwined Lovers. so yeah. i'm never gonna get fed now i'm downstairs <laughs> are, you, are you okay can you leave some treats before you die <laughs> can you leave me treats oh no who's gonna take me to poop <laughs> they did mention that dog though was the Aww. sweetest boy they said the hardest thing was to shoot was making that dog look mean because as Aww. soon as they they were rolling around it would just be licking you and was Aww. the kindest goodest boy i've heard uh on set so i'm the same <laughs> <laughs> so uh she uh uh they rush past the police and now he's being pursued by the police uh he drags him into a church which he definitely does not like and just when he's about to stab his son uh damien pleads with him no daddy no god help me but the police are there and stop stop or i'll fire and they end up shooting sweet robert we shot the kid by accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they went wink. 
<laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, at least there wasn't a black kid in this no. movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Damien. Woo! That's funny. Damien doesn't get shot. He ultimately lives, and I like to think that when that cop got home and he was like distraught, and he's like, "Tough day at work, huh?" He's like. Yeah, for once I didn't shoot a kid today. Damn it. Yeah, Eric, Eric's favorite show, Jew Bloods. Um. I'm Cranery Peck. <laughs> uh, so uh, they, you do see the um, the the funeral of uh, Sweet Robert and Catherine as they're being placed into the ground, and uh, you actually see the President of the United States there with Damien by his side. Excuse me, Mr. President. When you're ready to leave, your car is right over there. In a moment. Thank you. Yes. I'm just going to hang uh, with Thank my, you very much. Hang with my son, my new son-in-law, Damien. And then as we see the ominous look of the satanic child. Very scary. Anyway, that brings did, us did to we, an end. Did we mention the uh, the, the smile? We're, you're mentioning it now. The, the director's commentary is like, he turns around, and is like, don't, don't laugh, don't laugh. So it's just the the, the little smile, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's like, he was almost, he was almost, almost laughing. So down, yeah. down, is like, don't, don't fucking laugh, don't, don't you fucking laugh at me. <laughs> that brings us to an end of the Omen. Uh, Ashley, your final thoughts on the Omen? I'm gonna do a Rob Zombie. Head I gave a dog. <laughs> no, I um, I I love this movie. I think it's a truly one of the most iconic, most perfect horror movies of our time. It is good. It's paced well. I enjoy the hell out of it. It's Jeremy, scary. growing up with The Omen, uh, what are your final thoughts here? What do you want listeners to walk away with? Uh, it stands up today, but uh, second only to uh, Randall Flag. Who is definitely more of a Bill Clinton uh, a- antichrist, and uh, they'll never, they'll hopefully they'll make a good Pope movie where he destroys uh, the world. So hey, it's a me, yeah. the devil a Pope. Uh, yeah, so. uh, no, you know the well, Omen's a fun your, movie, your, man. Your head's gonna fall off. Oh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. It's um, driving me crazy. Okay. Um, no, you know what? The Omen's always a good time. Always a good watch. Check it out. It's the perfect Thanksgiving movie. Ashley. What do you got on the docket coming up here? Well, you can catch me in D.C. next Sunday, the 12th. Follow me for details. Ashley Pontius Last for all the fun news and follows for the great AP. Uh, you can catch all things Air Comedy at aircomedy.com. We really are just links to my social now. I haven't actually updated it with shows in quite some time, but uh, you can follow me, you fuckers, on any platform that you like as my... Uh, get never-ending notifications on my computer that I can't turn off. Um, anyway, check all that stuff out. I'll be at the public bar in D.C. on the 28th. I'd love it if you guys could make it out to that. Jeremy, take us out of here. I will have the map, and then I will have the world. <laughs> <laughs>